Hush, little baby, don't say a word. Mama's gonna buy you a mockingbird. And if that mockingbird won't sing, Mama's gonna buy you a diamond. Hello and welcome to the second episode. This episode is one that was suggested to me by one of my very good friends. Shout out to you if you are listening right now. Um, this episode is going to be titled, When it comes to sleep, more is more. When it comes to sleep, more is more. Less, less is in more. More is more when it comes to sleep. More is more. Now, we all know that sleeplessness is a badge of honor that people like to wear. Like, people like to go, oh, hey, still sleeping seven hours a day. Can't relate. Like, I'm sorry. I sleep two hours a day. Like, I literally get off work by midnight. I get back to my, my house by 2 a.m. I work again till, like, 4 a.m., go to bed, wake up by 6 a.m., 7.30, I'm back in the office, I'm back on my grind. Like, we all know that sleeplessness is so romanticized. Like, everybody is proud of how, how less, how less, how less, how less they sleep. And, I mean, this is not made better by the fact that most high-profile personas take pride in cutting down on their rest hours and even go as far as considering it a key to success. People are telling you, you're lazy, you need to get up, you need to work while others sleep, you need to hustle, you need to... We're not saying you shouldn't hustle, we're not saying, we're just saying that in all of that hustle, in all of that success, there is a place, a very valid, prominent and essential place for good sleep. Yeah, so we know or it is known that getting quality sleep and enough of it and at the right time is an important part of everybody's daily routine. We spend on average a third of our lives sleeping and we should. We should. It's not an option. It's not debatable. You don't just cut that down to, you know, one of eighth. It is a third and it needs to stay that way. For very 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 good reason sleep affects every body system of earth of that we have it affects all of our body systems and research has shown time and time again that a chronic lack of sleep or poor quality sleep increases the risk for high blood pressure cardiovascular diseases these are diseases that have to do with the heart and its channel of transferring blood around the body it um, increases your risk for diabetes, for depression, and for obesity. And this happens, obesity happens, because the hormones that play a key role in controlling our appetite and our weight gain reduce during sleep. So when you don't get sleep, it only makes sense that these chemicals, these hormones are skyrocketing all the time. So of course you eat more, and of course you gain more weight. 
okay so sleep is important it's not just about wasting time here it's not just about snoozing it is important to keep our body our bodies healthy and i know at this point everybody is really just wondering how much sleep do we actually need how much sleep is too much sleep how much sleep is optimum sleep the need for sleep ooh, that sounds like need for speed but the need for sleep actually changes with age there's no magic number of sleep hours that works for everyone okay for instance babies they sleep a lot we all know they're always sleeping those privileged individuals they're always sleeping they just wake up to food and you know cry and take a bath and go back to sleep like they need it as much as i'm hating and i really hate to admit it but they need at least 16 to 18 hours of sleep every day to boost their growth and development especially of their brains they need it school children and teenagers need on average about seven to nine oh pardon me nine and a half hours of sleep while adults need about seven to nine hours of sleep on average now we need to really pay attention to why we're sleeping less why our generation is getting way less sleep than our ancestors why more and more people are sleeping less and the first thing that comes to mind and i know you will agree with me is stress longer working hours and increasing stress everybody's in a constant race to fulfill basic needs and achieve their goals we all want to you know seal that account get that promotion stay on top of work sort this out sort that out you need to catch up on it there are not enough hours i know i know there are not enough hours in the day for you to work at the office and still come back and take seven to nine who even has that type of luxury these are the reasons that or a very important portion of the reasons that our generation is sleeping less and less also there is the issue of availability of round-the-clock entertainment when I was growing up midnight okay the television will cut to that annoying rainbow thing and then they would play the national anthem and then the network will cut to static and that will be it till morning good night everybody goes to bed like even if you're not sleeping, I mean, you don't got to go to bed, but you ain't watching nothing on this channel. That's what we're telling you. Good night. And, you know, that would just be it. But now, there's always something to see. If it's not on your TV, I mean, who even watches TV anymore when I have my laptop, when I have my iPad, when I have my phone, when I have just about, I have social media. There's round-the-clock entertainment. There's absolutely less and less and less things to motivate us to go to bed and there are a certain group of people who bearing all they really want sleep but they just can't because they suffer from sleep disorders these are problems that certain individuals have they just can't fall asleep it is a medical condition they really can't fall asleep or they can't stay asleep for long hours after they have gone to sleep we already know why we should sleep but let's focus on we already know um yeah why we should sleep let's focus on what happens when we don't get enough sleep i already mentioned that um you know it, not, lack of sleep puts us 
puts us, pardon me, at high risk for cardiovascular diseases, for diabetes, for depression, for obesity, and for high uh, hypertension. We also know that when research now, I'm not just speculating. When a person stays 17 hours awake, like 17 uninterrupted hours of wakefulness, he has a decreased performance that is, he exhibits a decreased brain performance that is comparable to the brain and the blood with alcohol levels after two glasses of wine. So when somebody has been awake for 17 hours at a stretch, they are functioning the same as somebody who has drunk two full glasses of wine. So we're talking impaired judgment. We're talking impaired judgment. You can't be working on that big account. You can't be adequately managing your patients. You can't be properly interacting with your customers on two full glasses of wine. There's impaired judgment. Now, focusing on men's health, it has also been noted that a chronic lack of sleep leads to an increase in the level of testosterone, which is a predominantly or a hormone that is found in higher levels in men, up to about 10 times the quantity that is expected for age. What does this mean in non-jargon terms? Okay, it means you have a man that is aging 10 times older than he really is because he's not getting enough sleep so you have a 30 year old man who looks 40 that's not even too bad you know you have a 40 year old man that looks 50 now i'm sure you can appreciate the effect so um sleep is is not just it's not just you know something that the government is pitching to keep you dumb and poor it's not it's not just propaganda okay sleep is not just agenda sleep is actually a very important self-care and health care necessity okay now what we're talking about for students or people that are learning that are still in school personally from my own personal experience when i need to learn when i need to study it helps a lot when i sleep right before i mean i take a bath i have a meal I take a nap, I wake up, I'm ready to go. And it's not just me, it's not just my personal observation. Research has shown that taking a sleep or a nap right before learning is comparable to prepping a sponge to soak up stuff. So basically your brain is ready to absorb all of that information when it is properly rested before you start to task it. And even sleeping after learning, like, I always tell myself, whatever I don't study before midnight, that's the end. It wasn't destined to get studied. I'm going to bed. Because sleeping after learning is essentially hitting the save button on everything you've learned. It helps to convert your short-term memory into long-term memory. It helps to form new memories. So all that stuff you've read is going to get processed when you get quality uninterrupted sleep and it's going to become something that you actually know not something that you just read and now you're in the exam hall and you feel bad because you can't remember it even though you spent 10 hours studying it yesterday but you didn't sleep girl you didn't sleep so now you don't know it you wasted your time okay so sleep is very 
very very important it helps you to save money when you sleep in your house and you don't go anywhere but it also keeps you healthy it also keeps you very healthy now how can we get better sleep we already know why we should sleep we already know why we're not sleeping but what can we do to get better sleep off the top of my head i would say eliminate all distractions no devices at bedtime no tv at bedtime no lying in bed until you're tired don't just lie there and press your phone and scroll through social media and reply messages and reply text do that on the couch do that outside finish up everything for the day tidy everything up okay leave work at work when you're coming home you're coming home it's time to rest you've done all you need to do at the office come home and rest to the best of your ability have a schedule if you can sleep and wake up at the same time every day this this really helps to put your body in a state a conditioned state where it knows that it needs to rest it needs to be alert at appropriate times exercise daily 20 to 30 minutes every day is fine but of course not too close to bed because then that will get your juices flowing and then it will be you know difficult to fall asleep because you have all this adrenaline pumping that's like okay exercise exercise it helps it really helps avoid coffee avoid caffeine avoid nicotine especially after late afternoons and in the evenings why do i say this coffee especially has a half-life of about five to six hours caffeine sorry not coffee caffeine that is found in coffee that is found in cola drinks has a half-life of about five to six hours that means after you take a cup of coffee it's going to take five to six hours for the caffeine um, um, quantity the caffeine content to be depleted halfway in your system of course this varies based on our individual metabolisms but on average it takes about five to six hours that means that you need to give yourself at least that time or even more between your last cup of coffee and when you are going to bed so that you are not stimulated at bedtime okay so avoid coffee after late afternoons and if in the evenings now for the group of individuals that cannot identify a specific cause as to why they can't fall asleep or why they cannot remain asleep you've eliminated coffee from your diet you exercise you leave work at work you just you're just not tired you just can't fall asleep or you can't stay asleep for long after you've um, turned in for the day okay see your doctor you most likely or might suffer from a sleep disorder and the great thing about sleep disorders is that they are easily treatable consult your doctor i mean if you turn up at the doctors and it's like hey you're fine you don't have a sleep disorder you're just doing this and you know, that's fine but you know if you do have a sleep disorder you will need to get treated for that so that you can get adequate rest every day now just to throw this little you know interesting piece of information there the man who holds the world record for the longest duration of time without sleep is a man called randy gardner and he set this record in 1965 and get this he didn't sleep for 11 days straight he didn't he was awake for 11 days i wow what a hero 
He was awake for 11 days straight. And at the end of this experiment, at the time he came out of this 11 days, dry sleep fast, he was delusional. He thought he was a famous footballer. He was so delusional. Like, I don't even want to know. I, I, I couldn't even last 11 days. Like, if I have to go two days without sleeping, I'm already, I'm already nearing delusions. Like, I can't see. Let me go and lie down. Let me go and sleep. Just five minutes and I'll be fine. But Randy Gardner did it. He set this record. I have absolutely no reason why he did it, but he did it. And now we know that after 11 days, you might get hallucinations. You might think you're a famous footballer when, in fact, you're just Randy Gardner. Okay? So, take away, take away, take away from today's episode is sleep better. Okay? Try to sleep better. It's important. You only get one body. And as far as I know, this is the body that you're going to ride in till you grow old and you die. So you have to take care of your body. You have to make sure that you take care of, of your body so your body can take care of you. So you need to sleep right. Sleeping right is one very important way to take care of your body, to take care of your career, to take care of your mental states. You need to sleep better. Okay? Thank you so much, absolutely so, so much for joining. This has been a very insightful episode for me as well because I have, you know, realized some things too that, okay, I absolutely can do better in that regard as well. So yeah, let's focus on living healthy, staying healthy. Thank you once again for tuning in, for joining. This is still your host, Keto and I will catch you in the next one.